Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm your host, Catherine Best Gordon. It's Freedom Friday, so we've got a couple of subjects that I'm going to cover today. The first is a book recommendation, Sugar Crush by Richard P. Jacoby. And I'm also going to talk about Jane Brody has written a recent article for the New York Times on uh, portion control. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about where is the hidden sugar in the grocery store. And I'm going to share the sugar-free bouillon that I use to help stop keto flu. And then finally, suggested training for the weeks ahead. So we're going to go ahead and get started with this book, Sugar Crush. I, over the years, I've worked with a number of people who have, uh, are in recovery from type 2 diabetes, which is very exciting, but uh, people who have struggle, struggled with peripheral neuropathy. I actually even know one individual personally who has, uh, you know, had foot surgery due to the curses of diabetes and sugar. And it's just, it's getting really important that we begin to understand that our sugar con consumption and our carbohydrate consumption can have an effect on our health far beyond what we weigh or fat storage. It can also have an effect on um, peripheral neuropathy and through that our balance, our eyesight. So the more we know about the benefits of removing processed sugars or perhaps even all sugars as I've done from our nutrition program, I think the more we understand the why, the easier it becomes to, to make the choices that we need to make to be happy and healthy and energetic. Sugar Crush is a book that I read first a couple of years ago and I keep coming back to it because Back when, uh, before I had gotten off of sugar, I was pre-diabetic. My morning uh, fasting blood sugar was over 100 in the morning when I would check it. And I was also starting to deal with some things like uh, numbness and tingling in my fingertips, especially in the wintertime. And I was becoming very curious about what was going on with that. And I did discover that eliminating sugar years ago, and then also delim eliminating grains, first processed grains, and then finally all grains, even uh, even things like, you know, white rice and Ezekiel bread and things like that. It, it made a huge difference, not only in my appetite, which really was the main thing I was looking for. I mean, let's be honest, I was looking for appetite relief, appetite reduction, but also improvements in, in my opinion, um, eyesight, balance, um, and also I didn't get any, I haven't gotten any worse in terms of uh, any numbness in the tips of my fingers or, or tingling or those kinds of things. I also want to mention here, um, carpal tunnel syndrome. When I was pregnant, and this is pretty typical, um, insulin resistance and inflammation can cause carpal tunnel syndrome. And I did have that when I was pregnant, um, to the point where I would have to like hang my hand down over the side of the bed to get it to stop hurting. That went away after pregnancy, had a little bit of trouble with it until I eliminated the sugar and uh, have not experienced it since. So that is very good news. So that book is Sugar Crush by Richard P. Jacoby. And it does talk about, I just want to read you some from The Flyleaf. Over the years, Dr. Richard Jacoby has treated thousands of patients with peripheral neuropathy. Now he shares his insights and tells the story of how he connected the dots to determine how sugar is the common denominator, how sugar is the common denominator of many chronic diseases. 
practical and sensible sugar crush breaks down our dangerous addiction to sweets. Boy, have I been there. Offering a unique holistic understanding of the toll sugar and carbs take on the body and demonstrating how dietary changes can help nerves regain their normal function dramatically. Whether you have diabetes or prediabetes, or are even just concerned about your health, Sugar Crush is the essential guide to knowing the dangers of nerve compression. Complete with dietary advice, the latest thinking on ways to prevent and reverse neuropathy, and a quiz to help you assess your nerve damage, this book will give you the tools you need to quit sugar, calm your nerves, and reclaim well-being. And once again, talking about this concept of nerve compression, which is what I was experiencing with carpal tunnel when I was pregnant. And any way that I can get the word out about getting relief from the issues that are caused in the body by sugar, the more we understand how we can get the relief, I think the easier it is to commit to a sugar-free program. So once again, that's Sugar Crush, and that's by Dr. Richard P. Jacoby and Rachel Baldelamar. There's a beautiful name. And also, there is a link in the notes here to, um, you can order that on Amazon, and I want you to know if you order it through that link, that is my Amazon Associates link, and there is a slight commission there, so I want you to know that. So let's move on to an article that was in the New York Times, and then it got reprinted in my local newspaper. So my local newspaper is the Union Democrat, and we have a health section, and of course it's got, you know, Dr. Oz in it every week. And what's interesting is this article was struck enough of a nerve with our local editor that they decided to put it in our paper too. So what this tells me is that this article is going around and it's it's being read and seen by many, many people around the country. Different demographics, of course, you are listening to a podcast and I get a lot of my information um, by, by going online, yes, and scientific studies and things like that. But there are still quite a few people who are getting their information through newspapers and Jane Brody writes for the New York Times and this article did come into our local newspaper as well as being in the Times. And Ms. Brody talks about that 40 years ago, she did lose weight. She said she lost about 40 pounds over the course of two years by practicing portion control, reading labels. And I, I want to acknowledge and accept the fact that, yes, there are people, quite a few of them, who through portion control are able to lose weight and keep it off. And Jane Brody talks about how she'll have, you know, a little bit of ice cream. And I think that is absolutely wonderful for her. But the truth is, is that if I tried to have a little bit of ice cream, the wheels fall off and I end up eating sugar because I am a sugar addict. And it's a little bit like if someone who was an alcoholic tried to have a little bit of whiskey or a little bit of wine or maybe one beer. There are many, many people across the world today who can enjoy a glass or two of wine or a beer and no problem, they go on and they live their lives. But there are other people who just simply that, <laughs> that first drink or who knows even that first sip sends them off, off of the wagon rolling down the hill into um, the consequences of addiction. That addiction would be alcohol. Mine is sugar and carbohydrates and carbohydrate intolerance. 
I do want to acknowledge some of the things that are in this article that are some good ideas. For example, talking about recommendations to prepare and eat most of your meals at home. And I think it is interesting that even people who aren't sugar addicts who do want to lose weight, it is a great idea to prepare your meals at home. She also agrees that um, vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, green beans, and Brussels sprouts, these are awesome. And as you and I know, and certainly if you have the Sugar Freedom Program or you listen to this show, that I am a strong advocate for the vegetables that grow above the ground. And of course, these vegetables are carbohydrates. All vegetables and fruits are carbohydrates. I just simply am not consuming grains. She does go on to talk about, you know, some healthy grains, but I think the thing that probably caused me to raise my eyebrows the most was this statement. When I was shedding those 40 pounds, I included one small treat a day, a few tablespoons of ice cream, a small cookie, a slice of quick bread, or a sliver of cake or pie, lest after weeks of no treats, I break down and devour half a cake or quart of ice cream at one sitting. You know what's interesting? is that it sounds like even Ms. Brody herself, if she is devouring the half a cake or the quart, this is showing the the power of sugar and grains, that combination, you know, sugar and flour to make us, you know, overeat with madness. And even Ms. Brody, who was able to lose her weight while still having some sugar, even she was susceptible to those, well, let's call it what it is, those binges. Whereas what I have discovered, and also my readers and many of my students, is that when we simply leave the sugar out, and when we leave the grains out, that there is a sense of peace and confidence, and just this ability to get satisfied easily. And this I find really powerful. And if you have gone down the road of portion control, which, and of course, you know, Weight Watchers, one of the most popular weight loss programs in the world, this is basically what they do. The point system is a system of portion control. Um, If you've gone down that road and it hasn't worked for you, I want to invite you to consider the idea that you might go ahead and leave the foods that you typically overeat out. And of course, you know me, going for those healthy proteins and fats and the vegetables that grow above the ground. In addition, I do want to share, and of course, this is my experience. I like to say, I can't tell you what to eat, but I can tell you what I eat. And my experience is that if I get into trouble with um, cravings for carbohydrates, that I simply increase the um, healthy fats and proteins, really lower the carbohydrates down to well under 20 grams a day. And at that point, my appetite resets. I'm not hungry anymore. I'm easily satisfied. And then I am back on the, uh, back on the keto cart, I like to say. Speaking of getting on and staying on the keto cart, I want to share with you my, uh, the sugar-free bouillon that I use. A couple of years ago, there was a bouillon called uh, Perfect Portions that I really liked, and I cannot find it anymore. And I had that in one of my YouTube videos that's uh, gotten quite a few views, and that was nice. But I did get a question on that video. It's like, hey, this says Perfect Portions. And now the one that um, is available on Amazon is the Simple Girl Bouillon Base. 
So I did go ahead and order the Simple Girl base, and I'm going to go ahead and read you the in ingredients in it. They are sea salt, garlic powder, spices, onion powder, and organic stevia leaf extract. I'm going to talk a little bit later about why is there sugar in my bone broth or why is there sugar in my bouillon. I'll get to that a little bit later. But very often, if you are looking at, you know, commercial bone broths or broths or bouillons, they literally put sugar in them. My favorite bone broth was the, uh, the Zoop bone broth. And I found out, oh my gosh, there's cane sugar in my bone broth. Why? So what we need to do and what I do is seek out a bone broth that does not include that. And the Simple Girl bouillon base fills the bill. Now there is a little bit of organic stevia leaf extract in that, but I tasted it. It was delicious. No bitterness or anything like that. So if you are amenable to a little bit of organic stevia leaf in your bouillon base, I would highly recommend this for, and what I recommend this for is keto flu. When we are initially getting off of sugar and grains and switching from being a sugar burner, to being a fat burner, we can experience something called keto flu or Atkins flu or low carb flu. It's the transition to being able to burn fat, those free fatty acids for energy. As we make that shift, sometimes we are low on the enzymes that we need in order to create that ATP from free fatty acids. In addition, when you go keto or when you go low carb, what you'll see is um, a fluid flushing. A lot of time you'll see a loss of water retention. Did you know that it requires a significant amount of water for the body to metabolize carbohydrates? So as the carb carbohydrates go low, sometimes we flush water. And then also the very process of breaking down fatty acids in order to make energy and creating ketones, that actually causes water loss. So you might find, and what, what are the symptoms of that? That you're low sodium, low water, low electrolytes. The symptoms might be just an overall icky feeling, a sour stomach, um, and headache, definitely. And so if you're getting that keto flu, that low carb headache, if you get the Simple Girl Dry Bouillon Base beforehand, and have it on hand. Um, if you've not gone keto before, if you haven't done sugar freedom or eliminated the sugars, if you have this on hand, you'll be ready to go and you don't have to reach for a, um, a chicken broth that has sugar in it, of all things. You will notice that there is the Amazon link in the show notes here. And if you do go to that link, I am an Amazon associate and I do get a small commission from that so full disclosure on those, but it is a great way to let you know about some of the products that I care about and, uh, and it makes a difference for me too. It helps me, you know, feed those Australian shepherds, Demetria and Natasha. Speaking of them, and I'll have to add in a link to this, they are now eating ketona. So they are now on a ketogenic nutrition program as well to keep them happy and healthy and slim for yay. So yay for the Australian shepherds getting their ketona. Now, where is the hidden sugar? I was at the grocery store this morning, literally taking pictures of there is sugar in gray Poupon. There is sugar in, uh, like I said, there's, there's sugar in some chicken broths. Why is it there? Um, in general, it's there because it enhances flavor and it makes people feel like, mmm, this is yummy. One of the things I've said before is, is that if, if a corporation manufactures a food, 
they have a responsibility to their shareholders to sell a lot of those foods. And sugar just kind of makes things taste yummy for people like me. It triggers our appetite. It makes us want to eat more. So what do we do? At this point, we do read the labels and we can find things like the Simple Girl Bouillon Base, but also uh, the Pacific Organic Chicken Broth. There are a number of broths out there that are truly sugar-free. So just turn those labels around and read them. But the number one way, and even Jane Brody said this back in her article about portion control, even Ms. Brody said that really the best way to make sure that there isn't sugar in your broth is to go ahead and make it yourself. The way to do that, you just get out your crock pot, go get yourself an organic chicken, um, season the chicken, and you know put a little water in the bottom of the crock pot, cook the chicken, take all the skin off and all the meat off, and then put the bones back in the crock, crock pot, cover them most of the way with water, add some sea salt, and then on low for several hours, and then you're gonna drain that, and there is your homemade chicken broth. So really the easiest way to make sure that there's no sugar in your broth is to go ahead and make it yourself. But if you do need to buy something that you have on hand, and that's the great thing about the uh, Simple Girl Dry Bouillon Base, is that this will keep in your cupboard, in your pantry, and you will know that you'll have it on hand. And you can even share some with a friend if you need to. And finally, suggested training for this week and the four weeks ahead. So you probably know that I am also the cardio freedom woman. I not only had to eliminate sugar and grains, I also had to eliminate traditional moderate intensity steady state cardio. The last episode before this one talks a lot more about the decision to leave that cardio behind and to do intervals and lift weights instead. I just want to share with you the training for this week uh, is a two-day split, upper and lower body. And so um, workout A is going to be um, your upper body, and you're going to be doing some push-ups, overhead presses, rows, bicep curls, and tricep extensions. And then workout B is going to be squats, Romanian deadlifts, alternating side squats, and calf raises. So that's a fun little upper and lower body split that you can use uh, to, you know, get used to lifting weights and enjoying lifting weights, which is what I enjoy too. Oh, and then the intervals, if you want to add those as well, are going to be done with kettlebell swings. And we're going to be doing a Tabata protocol, 20 seconds of swings followed by 10 seconds of rest. If you're a beginner, you're going to do four rounds. And if you're intermediate or advanced, you are going to do eight rounds. So there you have it. This is Freedom Friday. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm going to be coming back every Friday. And the reason I like to do these on Friday is if we can win the weekend, if we can stay sugar and grain-free over the weekend, we can definitely reach our goals. Because if you're like me, so often I do really well during during the week, and then the unstructured weekend that was where I would start to have um, some issues and sometimes would get into the sugar and overeat. So if you can make it a Freedom Friday, it should go really well. So I suggest 
on Fridays or on Saturdays, go do something that you love to do that doesn't involve eating. Go to the movies, go to the theater, go to an art gallery, go out there and have fun. And then uh, if you can, get in a training session on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. What I do find is that if you know you're going to get into the gym, you want to feel good, um, you just, you, because when I get into the sugar and the grains, and maybe you're like this too, I end up getting swelling and body aches and joint aches. So if you know you're going to train, there's a good chance that you're going to be more committed to staying sugar and grain free so that you can have a great training session and feel wonderful for the rest of the week. So I want you to go out there and win the weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Sugar Freedom Show, and we'll be back next Friday. Bye-bye, everybody.